It's time for Atomic Monsoon with your hosts, Jedi Stephanie. Guess who's number one now? Josh. Oh, I didn't know watch a single season of The Bachelor. Why is my <laughs> who's saying I want to watch The Bachelor? And Psycho Andy. My hands are only wet because I watched them. There's no other reason for that. And now, it's Atomic Monsoon. Hey, Stephanie. What up, Andy? Remember that time that the power went out at work and I was playing my Nintendo Switch and you were watching me play Mega Man 2? Yeah, because there was nothing else to do. I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm not the best at video games, but you would say I'm pretty good, right? Yeah. You're pretty good from what I saw. So, our special guest today, uh, Mm -hmm. every time we've played Mortal Kombat against each other, or actually, (laughs) every time we've played any fighting game against each other, she has just kicked my ass. Really? It's, it's not even funny. It's just brutal. <laughs> it's not as brutal as an atomic monsoon. Oh, you're not hey. listening to. <laughs> Plugged our show right one, there. One of us is going to pull that around. Hey, yeah, Someone welcome to, to Atomic Monsoon. And thanks to our friends at Defend Records for providing our excellent intro music. And uh, yeah, yeah, we have a special guest, Megan O'Connell of Dirty Key Decup. Megan O'Connell of Dirty Teacup Designs is on. <laughs> Hi, Megan. <laughs> Hello. That's a, that's a great intro. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, you know, Mortal Kombat, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and we're recording this the day after they announced uh, Rain Molina. and Molina are coming back, as well as John I couldn't Rambo. believe it. I-, <laughs> I, I was, you know, I had given up on Ed Boon and his eyebrows, you know, and giving me uh, Molina. Yeah. And uh, I got a bunch of, like, uh, Instagram messages from friends yesterday that were like, have you seen? Have you seen? I'm like, what are you talking about? And uh, they're like, Molina. And I'm like, oh, so it's very exciting, you know, she's yeah. always been my favorite. Uh, you know, it just kind of started as like uh, my love of the purple ninja when I was playing Mortal Kombat 2 when I was mm-hmm. a wee girl. But, you know, then it just kind of evolved and I've always used Melina. So it was a bummer that she wasn't in Mortal Kombat 11, but I'm very, very excited that she's going to be in Mortal Kombat 11. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I've just been playing as Shao Kahn, which is fun, but. Oh, other than the, I still haven't bought Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, Those fatality videos they were showing at the beginning, like to to promote the the game, it was just I was like, oh, this is actually too violent for me now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I think in Mortal Kombat X there was a I forget it was some YouTube video of the top most disgustingly gory fatalities or most most violent video games I think in general, and Molina got the top spot in her MKX fatality. Nice. Nice. But we're not here to talk about Mortal Kombat. I mean, I'm sure it'll, no. I'm sure it'll come back up. But I could, you know, I could, I could talk for an hour or longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, if we ever, if we ever need to do a Mortal Kombat episode, I will definitely it, give you a call. It's true. I remember one time you introduced me as Mortal Kombat, Megan, to somebody, and I was like, well, did I? I? And I was like, all right, man. Yeah, all right, good enough. <laughs> Sounds like something I might have done off the cuff. Uh, so, Megan, you run Dirty Teacup Designs. I do. So, it's uh, kind of surreal fashion illustrations, uh, kind of based on my emotions, things that I like. Like, I'm in video games, obviously, um, but also uh, horror movies, pop culture movies that I've always loved, and just random things that I love. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, uh, 
me and Andy met uh, through Phoenix Comic Con. So Basically, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, was it on Free Comic Book Day? In I think so, yeah. 14, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's been, it's been a fun ride. I mean, it's a bummer losing shows, but you know. Yeah. We'll get so, back to it soon. <laughs> hopefully, right? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. Um, yeah, so let's let's talk about I mean, so you are you primarily are selling your art through through live events and shows and, and conventions and stuff. Yeah, so it's been pretty like debilitating <laughs> not having any shows because that's how I make my living. I mean, I'm very happy that it's, you know, come to be that way where I can make a living off of my artwork, but it's made this time very hard because uh you know bills mm -hmm. and uh, right. <laughs> uh but uh i'm really trying to get people to buy more online even though i've always kind of done better at shows more so yeah. than online so it's kind of hard to push that onto people when they've been used to seeing me every month multiple times a month to be able to buy artwork so right that stinks, but um, yeah. I'm hoping, I mean, it has picked up, but I'd like for it to get, you know, closer to that in-person revenue, you know? Well, mm -hmm. let's do what we can to give you a, uh, give you a hand, yeah. right? Well, so I appreciate it. Yeah. So dirtyteacupdesigns.com spelled exactly how it sounds. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, and and dirty teacup designs on Instagram. On Instagram. And then you have an Etsy shop as well, right? Yep, and that is the same, dirtyteacupdesigns.etsy.com, uh, I believe. But if, if not, if all fails, just go to my website and all of my all my links and social media goodness is mm -hmm. all there for you. Yeah, the, for the I'm taking. looking at it right now. They're all right at the yeah. top. So, find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you're listening and you are sitting in front of a computer or you want to look at something other than just the Atomic Monsoon logo on your phone, uh, <laughs> you can head there right now and take a look at, at the kinds of stuff that Megan does while we're talking to her about it. Indeed. Please um, do. Yeah. So, uh, you may, may or may not like it. <laughs> take a, take a gander. I mean, I've got, a what can you things. lose? Yeah. I've got a couple of things up in, up in my room that you did. So uh, oh, thanks again thank for those. You. Yeah. <laughs> including a Mortal Kombat piece, actually. <laughs> oh, which, really? What, which one do you have? Um, uh, the Sonya... Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sonya Blade with Kano's uh, leftovers. Yeah, that was actually a commission and, uh, that somebody uh, wanted from me, and I'm like, well, thank you for choosing Mortal Kombat. And I was, yeah. Any, anytime, if anybody wants something Mortal Kombat drawn, please get a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it'll be beautiful and gross well, at the same thank time. Thank you. That's, that's kind of like my, yeah, that's where I got the name Dirty Teacup, like something, like taking something dainty and elegant and like seemingly like pretty, like a mm -hmm. teacup and then, you know, dirty. So it's like, it's the mixture of two things. I've always liked dichotomies. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because I've always liked Batman. I don't, I don't know. I just, I like dichotomies. <laughs> so that's where that all comes from. Okay. So Very nice. uh, is Batman, I mean, Okay, you like dichotomies, but you said Batman. I guess, Batman like, you know, duality or... and things like that. You know, duality kind of intrigues me. <laughs> I like for that to kind of show in my artwork. Yeah, I think a lot of people, they come up to me at shows, and they're like, you know, from afar, this looks pretty, but then up close, there's all sorts of, like, <laughs> disgusting things and yeah. really kind of deep messages and things. I try to not be so, like, deep and dark, but a lot of them have, like, um, you know, deeper meanings and things like that. So it's like when you look closer, you see you know, the flaws and things like, I guess like real people, you can, mm -hmm. whatever they look like on the outside. But then when you look closer, you see other things you won't necessarily see. 
Yeah. 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 People can definitely be like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for better or worse, you know, I've known plenty of those people. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. So uh, other than gross people and Batman, what other inspirations, (laughs) what, what other things inspire you? I would say, you know, fashion in general, that's my, my background's in fashion design. Mm-hmm. And even as a child, I would always draw women. And um, I think that's where that all came from. And then kind of combining my love of fashion design mixed with either things that I like or things that I feel uh, joined together to make, to make a good little creepy, cute combination. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I feel like it's hard to just describe my artwork without like showing it to people. It's it good. is it is a little <laughs> yeah. bit of a challenge in an audio medium, yeah. I know. I'm like, what can I say about it other than it's like, you know, it's it's creepy, but it's also pretty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hope anyway. I think the way that I, when I was looking at your webpage, the way that it kind of stuck out to me is like when people are like, oh, I'm going to be Alice in Wonderland for Halloween but then they make her look like a zombie Alice. It's like that right. is like the way that I kind of took your art. Yeah. Like, like the pretty. I know. And like, I've actually, I don't think I've ever drawn a zombie, but I think, I think it just comes across <laughs> as that. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> no, I can't think. Oh, well actually I had one commission uh, of a girl that loved Mary Poppins and zombies. Mm. And, uh, it was Mary Zombins that I made for her. <laughs> so that, that, was, that was the only, right? <laughs> that was the only zombie I ever did. Wow. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. I'm, I'm scrolling through. Huh. Not that I, not that I disbelieve you, but I'm scrolling through and yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, well, I guess I, I have done a Michael Jackson thriller pinup, but that's not, I, well, yeah. He started I mean, as a were cat, and then I guess I guess he was a zombie, so that counts. But to me, that's just Michael Jackson. It's not a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you said your background was fashion design. Yeah, so I went to school for fashion design, and um, while I was in that program, I also took classes in uh, sequential art. And I kind of got into drawing comics and that's where I made uh, Snow White and the Seven Plastic Surgeons. Um, but I didn't get it printed then, but a lot of people really enjoyed it. And then um, I also made a short comic, uh, Go Go Goat Dancer. And it's a, like, terrible things that happen to this girl during a day in the life of, like, a goat girl. She has horns. And uh, so it's just kind of like the problem she has getting like stuck to hangers and getting made fun of at the dance club and poking out, you know, a, a guy's eye accidentally, you know, it's just oh, no. the things that happen when you have horns. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I know, I know I have a copy of Snow White and the Seven Plastic Surgeons. I don't think I have Go Go Goat Girl though. Yeah. So that was a little short short one that I did I think uh in some versions of my comic she's in there as like a little freebie okay Hmm. I'll have to go and then I have a a space ninja uh one that's in there as well Mm -hmm. are they all in the same book yes but some versions of it just have the snow white uh comic and then some have uh all three of them okay well then I might be a bad friend I know I've read it (laughs) 
<laughs> but, it's all good. I made that so long ago, and honestly, like you know, yeah, it's, I, I it's, think you bought it like way, way, way uh, countless years ago, probably like twenty thirteen or fourteen. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I probably haven't read it since then. So uh, it's I, all I, good. Yeah, I know I've read it. I, I, you know, I have it. It's in. I, I actually just reorganized my comics over the summer, so like I know I have it because I just saw it like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like one of those things where, um, like, I enjoy the concept, but now kind of looking back at the illustrations, it's kind of cringy to see your illustrations because those are from like 2009. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The illustrations, so whoa, you know, it's a while, while ago, but I didn't get it printed until 2014. I definitely, um, yeah. <laughs> I definitely know what that's like going back and looking at old artwork and just being like, yeah, I mean, I even feel like that even with my, my stuff that I was selling back in 2014 and even like through 2016, I look at it now and I'm like really embarrassed and I don't know, especially like lately during lockdown, I'm just like Mm -hmm. stuck here with my artwork and I'm just like, wow, I'm a terrible artist. No, no. (laughs) I mean, I know that feeling, but no, you're not. (laughs) Well, thank you. I think it's just like, the isolation does that to you and then not having mm-hmm. the shows, Yeah, you know, like it's nice to have, you know, people that enjoy your artwork in person. And I guess like not having that, you're just kind of stuck with your own thoughts and mm-hmm. all the things that you're self-conscious about. <laughs> so I guess that's, what's kind of been tough. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I mean, I, uh, talking to, you know, any, any, like any professional comic artist, like not even just us local nerds, um, not to downplay anyone that, you know, is not publishing for like a big company or whatever, but like talking to those people, they're like, yeah, it's just me in my basement all day drawing this yeah. fantasy world. Like I have no mm-hmm. idea. Like I go on social media to find out if people like my stuff and some people are really nice about it. And some people are very mean. Right. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. man, that's, yeah. that's such a bummer. And I don't know if that's better or worse than people like before social media, you know? Um, I know, but it's hard to think about a time before then you know I'm like yeah. well, what would I have thought about my artwork then but it's like even all through school when I was just you know drawing on my own for fun mm-hmm. um I never wanted to show people my art and then even when I was in fashion design school I had a teacher well like the head of the department used me as like an example uh for their college like their department the fashion design college wanted me to show my portfolio and it was the most horrible nerve wracking thing. I mean, I, I've always been very shy showing my mm-hmm. artwork and, um, you know, it's like on one hand you, it's, it's a good feeling to have, you know, the head of the department say, you know, we're using you as the example and using your art and your designs as an example, but mm-hmm. it's still like your internal monologue going where you're like, Oh, yeah. this is scary. That, yeah, that imposter <laughs> syndrome that we all suffer through. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like um, I, you know, even though in college I was struggling with it, and I I struggle with it now. Yeah. No, I, I I get that. It's the thing of where it's like there's certain things you're like, oh, yes, please look at it. Look at this beautiful thing that I made. And then there's other things where it's like, you don't want to see it. It's bad. No, don't look. Don't look. Yeah, and I mean, and that's how I feel about my artwork right now. And it's like, and then if a post doesn't do well on social media, you're like, wow, is this terrible? <laughs> Yeah. No, it just means that I really on like... social media today. <laughs> that too. Uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there is this weird thing that happened with social media where like they made likes and stuff, you know, and, and shares and stuff. So that like you, the intent was, Hey, you post your thing and then mm-hmm. 
people will say that they like it or they'll share, you know, if they like it enough, they can share it with their friends or whatever. Right. Right. And now it's turned into like, that's currency. Right. right? Like, like right. Likes, likes are currency. And, and yeah, like that's turned into currency. And like, people are like, oh, I didn't get enough likes on my post. And it's like, you got any. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> but I, I think get it. because it's like, especially now during isolation, you're seeing all these other people drawing and like getting really great response for everything. And then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I got seven. Today. <laughs> that's nice. Well, that's better than the four I got yesterday, I guess. Correct. Oh. <laughs> but like, you know, that's, that's how it goes sometimes is, yeah. you know, I, I've, I've seen people who were like, you know, oh, I only got 3000 likes on this. And it's like, Dude, if I got three thousand likes, I'd be over the moon. Right? Yeah, I'd start thinking about quitting my job. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's all it's all fake. Like that's all that that's as plastic as the characters from Mean Girls. Like, <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, that's even even more so than like art. Like even people in general, it's just like the highlight reel that isn't even mm-hmm. like real in their life. Like I, I know from experience, people that have posted happy things on social media when I know that a mm-hmm. terrible time is happening you know it's just a their mask for the world you know yeah. just yeah good yeah. times for sure for sure yeah so Megan you mentioned that you've gone around and you've toured the cons and obviously I'm assuming uh Phoenix is kind of your main hub yeah probably. but I've done uh you know uh one of my favorite shows ever was when I did RuPaul's Drag Con in LA that's awesome. And I just randomly did it because I, I, I saw that I had so many drag queen uh, followers on Instagram um, that were also like cosplaying as some of my characters. I have this, um, a line called the fashion villains and a lot of, um, I saw a lot of drag queens impersonating them. And I thought, you know, why not try out this show in LA? And it was the best experience I've ever had at a show. Uh just the people there were so kind. It was such a cool environment. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is about Phoenix or even I've done like a Salt Lake city mm-hmm. uh, comic con, but there was something about that show that was just so fun. And I'm, and I'm so happy that I did it. And I'm so happy with the people that I met through yeah. it. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's something that makes me miss shows. Just yeah. discovering new shows and new, a new, new audience. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, th- yeah. I, I've, I've had experiences with drag queens in person before. And at first, it's kind of like the weird thought of like, I don't really know how to respond. To this. And then when you meet them in person, they're the co- some of the coolest people you'll ever meet. I've always been inspired by drag queens and uh, in general. So it was just a, I don't know, just gravitated toward that show. And it was a great yeah. experience. Cool. So hold on. You said you have people cosplaying as some of your, some of your prints? Yeah, Andy, I guess I could show you i should have those pictures on my computer but yes i mean um, no, i've had many awesome. people like, yeah like even at phoenix there was a girl that came up dressed as my pennywise which is you know the lady version of tim curry mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then i had another that cosplayed as cherry lee ray which is chucky okay and um i did once a mrs oogie boogie and I've had two people, um, one was like directly inspired and made like an outfit based on it. And one, you know, just came up with her own idea, but was definitely inspired uh, by mine. And it's so cool. I don't know, to see that somebody took my concept and, and created something so beautiful. And to see it in person, it like makes you want to cry. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. Yeah. 
no, that's that's incredible. Uh, yeah. Liz, congratulations. Thank you. It's a, it's a good feeling. And like the fashion designer in me, like loves seeing like what they create. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay. So what what made you go from fashion design into uh, spooky drawings? Well, I've always loved fashion illustration, mm-hmm. and as much as I love you know creating garments and things like that. Um, I kind of liked the idea of creating concepts in the fashion. You know what I mean? Like uh, taking those ideas and creating a garment, but like an illustration of a garment. That's kind of where I get like my monster dresses and things like that. And it's not necessarily things that I'd make anymore, but who knows? Maybe I'll do that in the future. But I always, I always love the illustration part of it mm-hmm. more than the actual producing a garment. So that's kind of where that came from. And uh, I don't know, people uh, have always asked me like if I sell my artwork and I was always afraid to just because of, you know, my own insecurities and anxieties and things like that. Um, But then I started printing my work and I, and I saw that people were actually interested in it. And then I just kind of doubled down and did as many local shows as I could. And, um, you know, got to a point where that was just my full-time job and I created a, 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 a follow, I mean, not, I mean, not, not a big following, but I mean, you know, uh, a following of supporters that, uh, mm-hmm. come out to my shows, uh, very frequently when there were shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what happened. That's awesome. Awesome. Hey, Megan, what's your favorite roller coaster? There you go. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I always loved going to Castles and Coasters. Sure. And for anyone out of town, Castles and Coasters is a local Phoenix amusement park. Yeah. And um, I can't, you know, I've been to Disneyland. I can't recall, though, like a roller coaster that I enjoyed there. I love the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in Disneyland. Sure. <laughs> That's gone now. <laughs> yeah. I think, isn't it like Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that? I think so, yeah. it's Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. It is really cool, I will admit. It's a lot of fun. But if you still want the Tower of Terror love and everything, they still have the original down in Florida. Oh, okay. Well, I've actually, I've never been to uh, Florida. Is it it Disney World in Florida? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've never been there, just to California. And, uh, but yeah, I've also been to uh, Six Flags, though I can't recall my favorite roller coaster but i think at the time they had like a batman forever themed one maybe batman and robin themed sure. did they do you know uh, this andy I, I don't know I, I have never been to six flags so oh, okay I, I know they have a batman coaster and i know they have a riddler coaster i think because i i'm pretty sure it had to have been the riddler because at the time i was like a hundred percent into jim carrey and Okay, then yeah. <laughs> the idea of Jim Carrey and Batman together was like the highlight of 1995 for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of refreshing to hear because a lot of people don't say that that movie uh, <laughs> was a highlight. That's like, you know, Batman 89 and Batman Returns are like two of my favorite movies of all time. And I would mm-hmm. say Batman Forever is more like a guilty pleasure movie. Sure. But I still yeah. love it. I. I love that movie. Awesome. Yeah. I, I kind of view Batman forever and Batman and Robin more as like <laughs> the weird cross section of the Tim Burton movies and the old Adam West series. Right. Right. Um, 
but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not too. As much as I love Arnie, I, I did not like uh, Batman and Robin, even though I know what they were going for, but it just sure. wasn't wasn't for me. I mean, you know, Mister Freeze from the animated series, one of my favorite characters, so it was kind of like blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, so, go ahead, Steph. All right. Um, Ah, man, I am forgetting questions left and right here. If my head wasn't attached to my body, I'd probably forget that too. <laughs> um, okay, so I actually, I remember my question now. So out of all of the pieces that you've drawn and everything, what was one of your favorites to draw? Um, I think one of my favorites was just because of something I was going through and things that I've struggled with is I have this bottled up pinup and it's something, you know, like bottled up emotions. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's something that I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I put it out there and I've had so many clients and uh, you know, people come up to me and just tell me how, you know, they go through those same things. So it's kind of a a cool camaraderie, you know, to have people that, you know, it helps them even though it's helping you too to draw it and get it out in the world. So that's one of my favorites. Cool. That's in the, uh, your mental health and toxic relationships category. Yeah. Yeah. So I do a lot of a lot of things based on that, different anxieties of mine and things I've gone through. Mm-hmm. So would you say then that uh, you said the Batman movies are two of your favorites? Are they your favorite movies in general? I would say Batman Returns is probably up there in my okay. top movies. I think my favorite movie ever is Return to Oz. Really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Batman Returns is like one of those all-time favorite movies yeah yeah cool and then we were lucky enough to go catch that uh <laughs> thanks to oh the, right yeah, yeah when it was at the uh cult, cult classics, classics. Yeah. yeah yeah the local local phoenix group that does some old movies sometimes yeah so I'm, I'm glad i got to see that i know when it originally came out i saw it three times in the theater i just oh, wow. I loved it wow loved it <laughs> it was like love at first sight <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Return to Oz is not an answer that I hear very often for, for someone's favorite movie, though. What about what is it about that movie? Anything in particular, or just kind of the um, whole thing? You know, or? I've always loved The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. and then when I saw Return to Oz, I just I love that movie. It's really close to the books. Um, again, kind of dealing with my artwork, it's kind of like a creepy movie. It's kind of a kid's intro to horror, really. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of yeah. horrific things in it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I've just, that's a movie I, I watched on a loop, you know, when I, when I was little, I just, I always rented it from uh, the video store. My sister worked at a video store, mom and pop one. Mm. And, um, she originally brought it home for me. She brought in like a bunch of movies for me. Like, you know, Drop Dead Fred was something that I always watched and loved. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Again, not movies I would expect like not movies I love Drop Dead Fred. No, oh. no, nothing wrong with it. Just like not, not the answer that you typically yeah. hear from people. Yeah, that's yeah. great. What's, that's interesting though when you said Return to Oz because um, I was I grew up in Kansas for a portion of my life and oh, cool. one day a friend of mine is like, "Have you seen Return to Oz?" And I'm like, "What's that?" And they're like, right. oh, "I haven't seen it." So we sat down and we watched it. And afterward, I'm like, "I don't think I can go to bed tonight." This is right. <laughs> 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 Well, it's something like as a kid, when you go from the Wizard of Oz to that, you're like, what kind of nightmare did I just stumble upon? I mean, Dorothy's getting electrocuted. And yeah. 
I'm actually glad I didn't see that until I was an adult because I was actually <laughs> afraid of the Wicked Witch of the West as a kid. And yeah. it took me to like junior high to finally be like, okay, she's just a person with green face paint. But right. Well, <laughs> I was terrified of the Jack Nicholson Joker. My dad took me to see that Fair. when I was when I was three, and oh, uh, and <laughs> I was terrified. But then I grew up loving, you know, Jack Nicholson as the Joker, and I love Batman '89. And but right. I was terrified. <laughs> I was so scared of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I think like the scariest part was when he lifts his hand out of the water. I don't know. I, I was it freaked me out when I was little. Huh. And the plastic surgery scene. It was just I don't know. I guess a three year old we I can't deal with that very well. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know that I would bring a three year old to see that movie. You know, well, that's my dad. My dad was always showing movies I shouldn't see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I get that. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember seeing like my first werewolf movie that I saw was American Werewolf in London and I should not have been watching that at the age that I saw it but dad was like look at these special effects and I was just like oh my god I just saw someone turn into a werewolf like I was I'm like what's a special effect I don't know what you're talking about like, I just saw someone turn into a werewolf <laughs> pretty much oh. <laughs> Oh man, now I kind of want to ask what other traumatic movies you saw as a kid, but I don't know if that's going to be diving too deep. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, as far as traumatic, I think like, I remember Jack Nicholson Joker scaring me for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about wow. what about less traumatic things? Do you, do you okay. have, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a favorite cartoon character? Oh, um, you know, I've always loved like uh, the old Fleischer cartoons of like uh, Betty Boop. And, uh, you know, like Minnie the Moocher is one of my favorites. Uh, All the like Cab Calloway ones and things like that. I think I always love that animation, uh, Mm -hmm. like the St. James Infirmary animation is so beautiful. If you look at it, just all the hand painted backgrounds and things Mm -hmm. like that Mm are so inspiring. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know other cartoons. I mean, when I was little, I loved, you know, the standard like, animaniacs and things like that and especially you know not to talk bring about batman again but batman the animated series was a huge a huge thing for me loved it yeah 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 <laughs> i mean that show oh boy yeah that show just sort of breaks like that's that show just breaks like what's your favorite 90s go to yeah it's batman okay great what else <laughs> you know <laughs> At least my answer is a little bit different, but I was also younger in the 90s, so... That's fair. That's yeah. fair. What was your favorite cartoon in the 90s, Stephanie? Do I know that answer? Uh, I don't think we've done the decades cartoon breakdown, but no. it would be Rugrats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. At least that's a little different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I really loved, like, you know, those old, like, Double Dare, and it's not cartoons, but, like, speaking of Nickelodeon, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Double Dare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things like that what would you do man i'm glad you said that no one ever talks about what would you do i other... love i love what would you do yeah that other mark <laughs> summers Nickelodeon game show. i i wasn't a hidden temple guy oh, uh, what? yeah i i think i was a little old when it came out i don't uh, know i love that I, I, that I you know i've gone back and watched a couple episodes because like youtube um yeah. and like mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it it's just i don't know something about it didn't it didn't strike me I might have just been mad that it wasn't Double Dare. Right. <laughs> Man, I wanted to be on Hidden Temple so bad as a kid. I'm like, I want to do that. And then I canceled. And I was like, oh. <laughs> no one could ever figure out the shrine of the silver monkey. 
No one could. It's true. Uh, I always loved the Green Monkeys. I don't know. Stephanie, if you ever watched it, was there a team that you liked? Oh, God, it's been so long. I can't remember any of the teams. (laughs) So good. Had to be the Purple Parrots, yo. Right? Yeah. I don't know, but like double day too. I love that. Mark Summers. I had a crush on Mark Summers when I was little. I think I had a crush on Mark Summers when I was little. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Um, But I mean, he's just so likable, you know? I know. And he had that that weird Halloween special that one time. I'm not sure I remember that. Oh man, I wonder if that's uh, if that's probably on YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? What's it from? Double Dare. It, it was just yeah. It was just some random Nickelodeon like one-off thing, and it was just like Mark Summer Halloween special. Um, hmm. And it, let's see. Uh, okay, it, YouTube has autofilled. Okay, yeah, it's on here. It's on YouTube. You can find the Mark Summer's Magic Halloween special, and it's just him taking some kids to like. It might be the magic shop or the magic castle. Uh, I don't know. It's some like, like magical, not, I don't want to say haunted house, but like a magical like theater or something. Yeah. And like, they're going on this adventure and there's all these spooky things happening around them. And then like, he disappears halfway through. And it's just the kids oh. on this weird adventure through this <laughs> spooky magic house, I guess. Oh dear. Yeah. It's it's strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I don't know. I, I never saw that for some reason. I'm okay. surprised. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it was a thing that happened like at the height of Double Dare's popularity. Right. Was Nickelodeon just aired, right? Like mm-hmm. you, know, you like Mark Summers from Double Dare. Here he is doing this weird Halloween movie. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Stick Stickly? I, I, of course, I remember Stick Stickly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh boy, is it right to me? Stick stickly, PO box nine nine six three, New York City. I think something. One oh one. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so Steph, that was like burned into my skull. I'll, I'll never forget that. Yeah, Steph, know. you were probably about one year old when this happened. Um, <laughs> Stick stickly was a, a, a the afternoon block mascot for Nickelodeon over the summers, uh, in like the mid nineties and. Uh, his little jingle to get you to write into him was the address. And, you know, that's still burned into my skull 25 years later. Um, but he was just a popsicle stick with some googly eyes. <laughs> oh, no, I remember him. Yeah, I, I remember Stick Stickly. Okay. I just remember the jingle is all. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that yes. <laughs> I very much Ah, man, what other random 90s? I mean, Salute Your Shorts, obviously, was a... Oh, right, yeah, of course. Yeah. One of my friends, it turns out, went to college with one of the cast members from Hey Dude, the sitcom that was on a dude ranch. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I don't know if any, if you guys remember that show at all. I was I never didn't... into that show. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. I liked Salute Your <laughs> but... Shorts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, every time I think about 90s Nickelodeon, all I think about is the strange um, claymation bit that they had occasionally between like some of the cartoons called Inside Out Boy. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. The kid that went up and over the top of the swing and somehow that turned his skin right. inside out. Yeah. <laughs> all his organs were on the outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was creepy. 
Yeah, you know, I, I miss traumatizing, like, kids' animation. I mean, when I was little, we had a lot to deal with. We did. <laughs> <laughs> I miss traumatizing kids' animation. <laughs> Maybe that's just how I, why I turned out the way I did, because I was just traumatized <laughs> constantly when I was little. <laughs> you know, that probably would explain a lot about people our age. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just traumatized. Yeah. And then traumatized by the kids. The and then real life themselves. and you get traumatized again. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> hey, uh, so when you were watching all these shows on Nickelodeon Megan, yep. uh, was there a favorite breakfast cereal that you would enjoy with them? Oh, I mean I've always loved Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sure. Um, but uh, I love Captain Crunch too. Okay, so Especially like have you tried the Halloween uh, speaking to this October, the Halloween Captain Crunch that turns the milk green? No, I have not. I haven't. It's really it. tasty. Yeah. Huh. Good. You should try it. I do need to go grocery <laughs> shopping tomorrow. So I'll it's see. It's at Target. Uh... Oh, no. That's too far away. I can't walk there. Well, it may be at the grocery store. I don't know. I just know I bought it from Target. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, while I was getting Monster Cereal, I had to, I had to pick up some Cap'n Crunch, too. Sure. I mean, yeah. it's that time of year to eat your Monster Cereal. <laughs> I know, right? I got to get my Count Chocula. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I used yep. to eat Count Chocula like literally every day for like two years. <laughs> it's like, so good. That's my favorite. Oh, I was also, I was like 23. <laughs> so <laughs> like, <laughs> this wasn't like Andy as a kid. Like this was adult Andy. Like, no, no, it's Count Chocula. That's my morning. Yep. <laughs> and now I can't, I can't survive off just a bowl of cereal anymore. Uh, yeah. So I remember last year. What do you, what do you guys was, have for breakfast? Uh, I usually have a couple of eggs and toast. Okay. What about you? I, I stick usually with just a bowl of cereal and a glass of chocolate milk. That usually yeah, gets me through good. my morning. Yeah. That's pretty good. Some mornings, I love uh, especially with the roommates, like I will just make a, a crap ton of pancakes and uh, between the multiple people in the house, like it's, it's, you know, they're gone. <laughs> they're gone by <laughs> one o'clock. But, uh, you know, if it's just me, like the last three or four days. So. Mm-hmm. Captain Crunch and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So is it anything with a crunch? Yeah, I think, I, I, yes. I'm, I'm no soggy cereal for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, soggies may rule, but that might right. be before your time. I don't know. Do you remember the songs? The, the Count Chocula, or I'm sorry, the Captain Crunch villains? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. The soggies were, um, they were the thing that made your breakfast soggy, right? And they were like these weird, white, drippy monsters. Oh my gosh, that's funny. They I have to look this that discussion. up. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they would, uh, I don't think they'd fly on television today. But no. uh, <laughs> if you look up the Soggies, um, I'm sure the ads are on YouTube. And there were print ads in comic books and stuff for them as well. I also yeah. know we did, we did an episode talking about our favorite cereals like last year was it andy and we talked about the soggies and Uh everything uh and then i randomly the next week came in with boxes of count chocula and blueberry and everything (laughs) because i got it randomly as a birthday gift (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why it was a birthday gift but i just got it randomly i don't know (laughs) that'd be a great gift for me if somebody just got me some monster cereal i you know i'd be content but it was like august (laughs) i was like what that's even better So hear that, listeners. Uh, once we're able to have conventions again, just bring, box, bring, bring boxes of monster cereal to Megan. Yeah, or anything. Art. Yeah, or buy my artwork or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I also found these uh, monster cereal lip glosses. Ooh, and uh, 
Yeah. And they came in a pack with different cereal, like, you know, Lucky Charms and things like that. But then they also had monster cereal. So I got the Booberry, Frankenberry and Count Chocula lip glosses. And then they taste just like it. It's a, a cool oh, little thing. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. That's cool. I had a uh, years ago, my dad found me uh, some Mountain Dew chapstick. I was like, man, this is a cool idea. My lips are are not dry and they taste like Mountain Dew. Right? Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine the lip gloss would be, you know, kind of the same thing. Yeah. I used to have, um, I got chocolate flavored lip gloss once as a kid and I tried it and it was the worst, like, ever. Like, chocolate did not translate well into lip gloss for her. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of them don't. I know uh, I'm not really a makeup person so much, lie. but uh, I received some MAC lip gloss as a gift, and their lip gloss does kind of has that good chocolatey vanilla kind of flavor. I guess it was scent. I don't you know. <laughs> yeah. <how> you, <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that's always good, but I, I'm mm-hmm. not really uh, – I'm more like a drugstore makeup girl, even though I guess maybe that's embarrassing to admit. But. Yeah, I I get my makeup from Fry's, so right. I get I get Fries it. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't wear a lot of makeup myself. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't wear any. I just ha- I just have it for my cosplays and for the occasional time I get night get dressed up all nice. But that's about it. Fair enough. Yeah, I just do like the bare minimum, man. But like I know yeah. that there are some women, not nothing against them, but like have like drawers and drawers of makeup. I just oh have my like God. my essentials, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would get overwhelmed with too much, honestly. I, like, how do they pick? You know, I don't know which one to use. I have no idea. It's way too much. That's way too much money to spend on something like that. I'd rather just buy cool nerdy stuff like lightsabers and cool drawings and stuff like that. <laughs> Right, I mean, that's how I, right, I guess I, I like more nerdy things than makeup. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? If you saw Count Chocula lip gloss, you wouldn't be interested? I would think it was a cool idea. I don't know that, uh, I don't know that I would buy it for myself. Uh, I, I don't it's know so if I've ever worn lip gloss, actually. <laughs> I, you know, I have, I have dabbled in, in many types of makeup, mostly because people are like, oh, we should put some eyeshadow on you. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm up for trying anything, but uh, no, I don't think, I don't think lip gloss has ever come into the equation. Oh, you never know. No. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought we were going to get, hey, what's your favorite ice cream? <laughs> Um, I guess, you know, I'm pretty basic. I really love like vanilla ice cream or like cookies and cream, like vanilla with Oreos and things like that. Mm. But my favorite, you know, like at uh, Dairy Queen, I, I Ooh, love yeah. a, I love an Oreo blizzard. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Or a, like thrifty ice cream has an, that's my favorite ice cream. It's cookies and cream thrifty ice cream. Oh, I don't, Ooh. I don't know that one. It's so good. Huh. Is that uh, is that something I could find at the grocery store? Or is that uh, like um, I know or? I actually get it where I get my water. <laughs> it's weird. Like I, I go to like this uh, Watermart and they have thrifty oh, yeah. ice cream, and uh, yeah, that's where you get your thrifty products. Mm-hmm. There used to be a thrifty shop in Chandler, though I'm not sure it's 
there anymore. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> my, one of my roommates and I had to to run some errands, and he was it was over by um, the Voice America office, and he was like, "So what's good to eat around here?" And I was like, "I haven't been here in six months. I literally don't know what's still around." So, everything is still there, Andy. <laughs> every yeah, pretty much everything was still there, which was nice. Like it was, yeah. it was good to know that that you know okay, a lot of places are closing now, though. But there mm-hmm. are a lot of places that are that are not going to be around anymore. I just saw yeah. uh, like the Improv in Chicago is shutting down or whatever. Oh. I was like, what? Maybe it wasn't the maybe it was IO. I don't know. There was some comedy club in Chicago. It came up on my social media feed. I was like, huh, that's not a place that I would have thought would have closed. But also, hey, they yeah. haven't been doing shows for six months, so. Yeah. You know. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so just just vanilla and cookies and cream, huh? Do you yeah. do you like throw other toppings on that or anything or No well I not really. I mean honestly when I when I get ice cream, that's what I want. That's what I feel like. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. I no. you know. I don't really have it that often, so when I do I get my faves. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that totally makes sense. What what is your favorite ice cream, you guys? Oh, I'm um, all about that chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have really been enjoying recently. Uh, Tillamook makes an Oregon dark cherry oh. uh, ice cream, mm. uh, and I've been enjoying that with a little bit of chocolate syrup on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's been that's been pretty good. Typically, my answer is mint chocolate chip, but I've been. Uh, you know, it's been summer and I've just been home. So like mm-hmm. every time I go shopping, I'm like, well, let me try a different ice cream that I've never tried before because, you know, worst case is eh, it's a couple bucks. Best case, yeah. I find a new ice cream that I like. So I never yeah. liked mint chocolate chip, but I loved the Dippin' Dots mint chocolate chip. Hmm. Weird thing. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Extra makes a mint chocolate chip chewing gum. Uh, hmm. which tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream, but it's not cold, so it feels wrong. Like, yeah, I don't know. The, the chocolate part seems weird. I don't know if I would want, like, room temperature chocolate ice cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's it's a little weird. It's a, it's a little strange, but uh, yeah. every so often, yeah. that's a nice change of pace from, you know, everything just tasting like mint all the time. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, fair. I like fruity gum, you know, like a Sorry, what was that you kind of cut out there? Oh, like, uh, like, you know, like a trident orange, things mm. like that. I, I like, I like gum like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fruity. All right. I don't ever ask people about their favorite gum. Hmm. I need to <laughs> add that into the rotation. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Ah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about potato chips? What is your favorite potato chip? Oh. Or just chip in general, if you're not into the potato yeah. side of things. Yeah, well, I love Pringles. Okay. Like just mm. the uh, originals, but uh, I also really love Triscuits. I mean, that's not really like mm. a chip. Triscuits are a good answer. I yeah. love them. Yeah. For snacky <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, as you figured out, Megan, we're not a normal interviewing talk show. Um, I actually love this, like, random discussion. I think it's, much, it's much easier than, like, trying to show my artwork to people. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I just, you know, so many, so many interviews are just the, uh, oh, who are you? What do you do? What are your inspirations? Mm -hmm. Tell us about your thing. And it's like, I mean, that's cool, but typically that's really only 15 minutes of conversation. So like, yeah, let's, let's learn more about you as a person. Right. Well, yeah, like it's, especially on a podcast, you get it's right. kind of hard to describe your artwork so much, other than me just saying, "Yeah, you know, it's weird, surreal, broads." Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah, let's let's get off the Wikipedia questions and let's you know actually find out who you are. Someone, someone out there, I'm sure, also just likes vanilla ice cream or just <laughs> cookies and cream, right? And they're probably like, "Holy cow, Megan's now my new favorite person." <laughs> and uh you know i'm gonna go buy all of her stuff so <laughs> the power of you know cookies and cream yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh I, I think i ran out of questions <laughs> uh, listen, i got one okay um it's not a really a random one but since you've worked the con circuits what was one of the coolest cosplays you've seen walk by or something <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've seen so many. Um, I saw one, like a Tywin Lannister, you know, from Game of Thrones. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but it was like him on the toilet. Or on the loop. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, because I, th- I think he was in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. So, uh, but it was, it, was the cool, it was a cool thing to do for his cosplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There, there are so many cool ones that I've seen. It's kind of hard. I know. I know. I should have a favorite, but, um, I, but I'm again, like when, when people come up to my table dressed as like my characters, that that's probably, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's like a narcissistic thing to say that that's my favorite. But it was so like incredible to see that. That was. It's it's incredibly flattering, is what it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. One one of my friends one time dressed up as one of the Hawk and Croc characters for a you know like. And mostly it was just wearing one of the t-shirts and some similar sunglasses. But it was like, you know what? That's fine. Because literally no one else is doing that. So yeah. <laughs> you're well, not dressed yeah. up like uh, anyone else's characters. So sure. Well, right. <laughs> and even like last year, well, the last Phoenix convention. Sure. Um, 2019. <laughs> yes. 2019. Um, there was a girl that bought my Melina print that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. She didn't know who Melina was. Uh, but she just liked my print. And then the next day she came, she drew this amazing like face paint on her face of the way that I drew the Molina teeth on my Molina and came to my table to show me. And and that was so cool. (laughs) Like, you know, Molina is not my character, but you know, it was so cool. Like she saw my artwork and was inspired and drew the teeth on her face, like how I drew it in my illustration. So that's awesome. That's cool. Bring it on back to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it all started with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Full circle. It's strange because that's not. I mean, like that's not how our relationship started, but it is definitely, uh, you know, where it's gone a lot of the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we just have a few minutes left. So, uh, Megan, let's let's plug plug you all over the internet so people can find your stuff and and uh, hopefully enjoy some of your artwork. Yeah, so if you're interested in seeing any more of my artwork, you can check me out uh, on Instagram under Dirty Teacup Designs. It's just the way it's spelled. Um, you can also go to my website, which has a shop, and all that good stuff is just dirtyteacupdesigns.com slash shop. And then I'm also on Etsy if you prefer to just 
use the Etsy app or something like that. And uh, I'm not sure of the direct link for that, but if you just look up Dirty Teacup Designs on Etsy, you can find me there. Uh, it looks like it's etsy.com slash shop slash dirty teacup designs. Which, there you go. Yeah, might be, that might be a little complicated. So yeah, go to Etsy. Either way, if you go to my website, the Etsy is linked there for yeah. you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks for coming on today. And yes, thank you. Talking thanks for about having me. Weird old movies and cartoon memories and snack foods. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, lo- I love the snack talk. I'm hungry now. Yeah, same. <laughs> well, it's coming up like <laughs> dinner time, so that's that's fair. Uh, yeah, and then for anyone listening that doesn't know, you can find us and all of the rest of the episodes of Atomic Monsoon at AtomicMonsoon.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Atomic Monsoon, and you can find us on Instagram at Atomic underscore Monsoon uh, because someone, for some reason, Instagram won't let us have the under the, the name without the underscore. I don't know why. Um, it's weird. No, no one does. And I'm very confused. Hmm. But whatever. Huh. And then you can find us on Redbubble yeah. and get some uh, get an Atomic Monsoon t-shirt and mask for your face to keep yourself and others safe. And uh, uh, Steph, do we have anything else? Uh, no, I think we're good. It's our usual spiel. You know, let's okay. check out Defem Records. You know, yes. stuff like that. Go to defmrecords.bandcamp.com and support the guys that made our music. Uh, oh, and you can email us at atomicmonsoon at gmail.com if there oh, are yeah, there's that too. <laughs> comments or questions or concerns, or if we were just wrong about something, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> You're just totally wrong having me on this show. No, no, that's not, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs> I leave that Megan girl off this show. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so very sad. No, no. We, uh, thank, you, thank you again for coming on. It was, I, I had fun. So, I had fun too. I had, I, I had plenty of fun. Well, if we all had fun, hopefully our listeners did too. <laughs> I hope so. I hope. I hope it was okay. I hope I did all right. I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.